as always, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash valleyboyspod. Kick us five bucks for booze and we'll read your stupid name out on the air. This week, we got Shitty Chris, Shitty Scott, Shitty Jay, Shitty Tammy, Shitty Andrew, Shitty Brian, and our gay dad, the donor with the most amount of boners, is Jimmy V. Hyde with three beers. Thanks a lot, Jimmy. We appreciate that. All right. This is the Valley Boys episode. Who gives a shit? I am your host and only reason for listening, Dave Weasel. Join with me is my assistant, Brandon Collins. Brandon, how you doing? Absolutely fantastic, my man. Okay, well, that's more than I could say. I was in a pretty fucking foul, pissy mood, uh, which I got to say, when I get all worked up like that, you're pretty good at handling me. When I'm spurging out, yeah, when I'm I, stressed out or whatever, you, you know what you're doing. I got to give you a little credit. Yeah, yeah, from my talk about like not like wanting kids and having to deal with uh, you know, tantrums <laughs> and shit. Yeah, I think I could hold my own. Yeah, uh, well, you know what? Maybe that'll change your mind, but uh, don't have a little spur kid if you can help that. Yeah, well, we're pretty good about handling each other. I have my fucking moments, too, when I get a little uh, antsy in the pantsy. Oh, it's hilarious, though. But that's the thing. You just take your pants off, and you're fine. Absolutely. Yeah, the fucking solution for every situation in life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for this week, I just might promote you to sidekick. So, yeah, okay, fine. This week, Brandon is my sidekick instead of assistant. Holy shit, that's got to be my first promotion in, like, fucking two or three months. That's right, yeah. You can't get promoted at the mortuary when you were working there unless you die. <laughs> no, the, the, yeah, I would have actually been treated better, probably. All right, I got to take a drink. Brandon, will you uh, read? Oh, it's mailbag, huh? My fucking least favorite thing in the world. Stop writing us questions, please. I'm sick of answering your dumb questions. Brandon, read it out. It absolutely is your favorite segment, and uh, you're absolutely welcome for me allowing this to happen. So while you're taking our drink, uh, Mitchell in Montana. Uh, what? Montana sucks. Well, it's it's nice and everything, but like... I think I know three lesbians who moved there. One of them might have been named Mitchell before. I don't know. Uh, well, hey, maybe, maybe she's listening to the show now. So a uh, shout out to that gal. We haven't seen her in a while. Yeah. <laughs> so Mitchell from Montana wants to know. Oh, Mitchell. Okay. What's the biggest bullet you dodged with a woman you dated? Oh, God. The biggest bullet. There's so many bullets. So all the different calibers. Okay, like when okay, Americans well, talk about guns, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about or what you guys are saying. But when we're talking about dodging bullets, yes, relationship wise, all calibers I understand. So uh, do you do you have an answer to that? Oh God, yes, yeah, straight away. You answer, I'll think of one. The fuck, yeah, the easiest one for me. Uh, so gal that I worked with, um, I was wanting to meet up with her one night, and I decided I'm going to take my shot. So I, I sent her a text saying, hey, uh, I just got this bottle of Bushmills and, uh, you know, I could really help some you uh, some. God, Jesus Christ. I could really use some help putting it down. Uh, you know, would you be game? She's oh, yeah, sure. Come on over. Doom from the start. Address. Doom from the start. Any girl that agrees to that is a bullet. You need yeah, to dodge. Yeah, probably because it's going to end up with her fist in my face at some point. But right. I'm Continue. willing to take that risk. I like it a little rough anyways. But anyhow, I said, all right, cool. You know, I'll be over there in a minute. I got to meet a friend for a beer. And then as soon as I pound that beer, I'll be right over to your place. <clears throat> and she's like, ah, oh, well, you know, maybe we can do it a different night. It's getting late, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what the fuck? Just one goddamn beer. I already had plans prior to you. But God forbid I don't drop everything for your vagina. Well, as it turns out, the bullet I dodged is she ended up hooking up with a big, fat, white bearded dude and having a kid, which God knows I don't fucking want to have one. So that could have been me. And uh, karma kind of came around to her anyways, because uh, the dude took off and she ended up a single mom. So shout out to her. So you dodged a bullet in that she's extremely fertile and reckless. Yes. As are you. Yes. Uh, well, it, yeah, to a degree. But uh, yeah, I don't have any uh, kids. Uh, knock on wood. Yeah, you haven't really tested your fertility. Um, I feel like it's because nobody's coming back for Brandon. You know what I mean? You very well could have a Brandon Jr. out there, but the mother's like, fuck that shit, man. I'm just going to you're the bullet that they're making the kid dodge. God, yeah. You know, sometimes I feel like that's a curse. Yeah, because I can't make anything last. But at the same time, yeah, I don't have any child support payments or any shit like that, man. So uh yeah. Shout out to Brandon. Yeah, shout out to my fucking seven kids that are God seen you in a while. <laughs> <laughs> or ever. Since you were in my balls. <laughs> yeah. All uh, right. Well, what about yours now? So you've had time. Uh okay. I think it would be the I, I gotta be very careful as to not give any details away. The last girl I dated in Winnipeg, I met her drinking in an alley behind uh the this bar in Winnipeg. And you mean to tell me that relationship didn't last? 
No. With that kind of start. No. And, oh, it, the, the, and, and the only reason that I dodged that bullet was because I moved out of the country. <laughs> like that's that's the this isn't a bullet. This is a nuclear missile. Jesus if that's Christ. A, if that's a thing. Um, so we met drinking in the alley behind the cavern. So it's in Osborne Village, Winnipeg. It, it was like early summer type thing. My friend's band new Renaissance. Shout out to those guys. Woo. Jordan, etc. Haven't seen you in a while. Wish I fucking stuck around and watched your band instead of drinking in the alley to save a couple bucks. <laughs> uh, but there was this girl, whatever. She was doing the same thing. She was with a couple of her friends. Uh, I was doing a comedy show. I gave them some tickets thinking they're not coming. And then they did. And then uh, we ended up. Uh, <laughs> the one time you wish they wouldn't. Yeah, this this was a this was a fucking shit show, bro. Like, though, I didn't see the writings on the wall right away as as nobody does. Crazy manages to hide itself for a couple of months, and then all of a sudden, it's like busting through the door. Oh yeah, women are great at that. Yeah, yeah they, they know to fucking hook I, them in. I didn't say women. I'm saying crazy. Period. Yeah. But and who knows? Like, uh, you, you're someone's crazy. I'm someone's crazy. We're all toxic for somebody. Sure. But in this case. By the time it was, so this was summer, by the time it was New Year's, right, we went to my friend Dan's house, who, shout out to Dan Short, haven't seen that guy in a while, <laughs> he was into Renaissance, we went to his fucking house for New Year's, and he wanted to, like, have a big old, like, fancy New Year's Eve party, everybody dresses up, uh, pardon me if I've already told this story, but we decided to cross-dress, so I wore this big fucking frumpy-ass dress, and she wore, like, a little tuxedo and painted on a mustache and her and slicked her hair back and her name was pepe and he was this huge pervert you know and i was daisy just this southern like frumpy butted woman who farts and the dress moves up when she does it you know like and she's like oops and so we went there and ruined the party and uh of course when we got home or back to her house she took off her tuxedo and ripped the baseboard off the wall that hit me over the head with it among other things so i moved to america um the a few months after that, you know, like, like the next summer type of thing. And she was still, she wasn't in the picture, but she was trying to be, you know what I mean? And, and she was like, I'm going to do, I'm, I'm going to fucking go to one of your comedy shows and I'm going to go on stage and slip my throat type of shit. If, if, if you don't bring me with you to the States. And I'm like, well, it doesn't work that way. You know, there's a whole immigration process. And uh, they, I, I told her they're going to test your license, driver's license for cocaine and just not let you in the country. <laughs> <laughs> So anyways, uh, uh, she was texting me one night and we were fighting. And this is like a couple of weeks before I moved down here. And she's texting me this crazy shit. And I'm just I'm, I'm texting her like, fuck you. You're a dumpster pig. That's what I said to her. Oh, God. And so she called the cops at 911. She called or sorry, at 3 a.m. She called 911. And the cops, uh, you know, because it's it's technically a domestic situation. They show up at my fucking work. Oh, you know? God. They show up at my fucking work. And they're like, dude. Um, the cops were here looking for you. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> and so I go to the, I, I'm like, I know what this is about. So I show up at the public safety office in Winnipeg. Right. And I'm like, I'm here to turn myself in. And they're <laughs> like, what? That never happens. <laughs> and so, uh, um, uh, they're like, all right, we'll, we'll yeah, well, there's a, there was a complaint about, uh, uh you know, an ex-girlfriend. I'm like, ah, okay, whatever. I know what this is about. I called her a dumpster pig. They're like, okay, tell the investigating cop that cops comes down and he's like, so what happened? And I'm like, oh, I called her. Here's the text. And the guy's like, you called her a dumpster pig? <laughs> and the other cop's like, he said, what? <laughs> I was like, a dumpster pig. And he's like, <laughs> like, these two cops are like trying not to fucking laugh. And they're like, all right, don't do that anymore. Hey, buddy. <laughs> it's not very nice. Yeah. So anyways, um, if I didn't move to the States, God knows, I would probably be not just murdered, but like murdered in a very creative uh, Winnipeg way that makes it's way under the news you know what i mean yeah the way she was talking like almost sounded like slipknot lyrics like lost lyrics to a, a song that didn't make it on iowa yeah sure you know that album from 2001 shout out to those guys now that being said as nuts as she is like i certainly am not uh, a good match for somebody like that because uh you know i don't take shit so if someone's delivering it i fire back and i'm a lot more creative with insults or cruel at least <laughs> so um you know, there's two sides to that, and if you go and ask her that, she'll tell you what a dick I am, and I'll fucking gleefully admit that. Well, I, I, anyways, I generally... that's the biggest bullet I dodged was getting the fuck out of the country from that woman. <laughs> God, yeah, good for you getting out at the uh, the, the right fucking point. So, uh, um, God, she sound, you know who uh, she sounds like? 
She sounds like uh, she could be one of our contestants on California, Florida, or Canada, man. All right, let's do this. All right, so for those of you new to the show, here's how it works. I got three headlines I'm going to read to Dave. Based off the headline, he asked to tell me whether he believes that individual is from Florida, California, or Canada. This is not a process of elimination. Any of these hooligans can pop up anywhere in the game again. Dave, are you ready to play, sir? Yes, sir. Let's get this shit over with. (laughs) As always. Pouring a drink. Nice. All right. First headline of the evening. Man known as Tarzan wanted in connection with stolen truck with Roadrunner and Jesus decals on the back. California. Florida. Really? Okay. Tarzan. Yeah, I I mean, I could, you know, I I could figure, but maybe the guy just goes swinging through the swamps of Florida. Yeah, based off the picture I saw, the guy he looks like he probably could. He he definitely lives in the swamps of Florida, like he lives among the Gators. He was raised by them or something. No, that makes sense because my mind goes to California because of Tarzana. It's it's the next town, the next little part of Los Angeles, south of Reseda, which is it's like the clean, nice version of Reseda. Um, That's where Chris Brown lives. Yeah. So, you know, it's like a boxing match, but for women's yeah. women's Olympics train at his house. Uh, and it makes me think of, you know, Tarzana. So, well, well you whatever. know what Chris Brown said about Tarzana? What? You can't beat it, <laughs> which is the only time in his life he's ever said that. All right. Moving on here. Thirty uh, four year old man who mocks COVID-19 vaccine on social media dies of virus. Was that Florida, California or Canada? You know what? That's that's an everywhere thing, except for Canada. That seems to be happening quite a bit, these fucking idiots. There was that one guy. I got in trouble over a tweet, a hilarious tweet, where this guy said, I got 99 problems, but a vaccine ain't one. And then, like, a month later, dead of COVID. And I, I, I quote tweeted that, and I said, uh, ew. I quote tweeted that, <laughs> and I said, uh, now he has zero problems. <laughs> Yeah, that is that's absolutely hilarious. Well, I have to throw a generic one in this like every once in a while just to keep you on your toes, but I do feel like it's Florida just because that's where they are the most the most um anti-mask, anti-vaccine, but that really could be anywhere. Yeah, but I'm well, going with Florida. All right. And no, it's California. God, yeah, you, yeah, you're fucking dragging ass. It's probably somewhere garbage like uh Los Fresno. Angeles. Yeah, you're correct. Oh, it was LA. <laughs> yeah. Oh, whatever. You know, there's like 10 million people here or 30 or 50 million. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely could have been anywhere. It wasn't a very specific story, but God damn it. When you start getting on a winning streak, like you've been on the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Dude, I, I last th- time I was, I was three for three and you were over three because you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, you know, that's the thing. I'm not going to let you one up me. So I'm going to fuck you over here when I can. All right. Last headline of the evening mm-hmm. and my favorite of the three man accused of biting off part of man's ear at hotel. Was that Florida, California or Canada? The fact that it was a hotel suggests Florida. The fact that it was biting off an ear, again, suggests Florida. Um, there is no other place that could possibly be other than Florida. Final answer. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. Yeah. And uh, it, it, Was it, it at like a touristy type place? Like- yeah, it was in the Florida Keys. Okay. Uh, yeah, St. Lucie uh, down. Yeah, down in the Florida Keys. So Now, was it, was it a tourist or an employee or uh, like his friend? Uh, it was just yeah, it was a group of people on vacation. I think they may have been from another part of Florida. But basically what it was, yeah, they'd all been drinking, of course. And uh, this woman had passed out. So the uh, assailant uh, decided to put her in a wheelbarrow to get her back to the hotel. And I guess during the trip back to the hotel, he was like insulting her and pouring beer on her, pissed off other people in the group. And they started getting into it with him, turned into a giant Pier 6 brawl. And the guy ultimately ended up like choking uh, another guy and like you know biting part of his ear off and then the rest of them jumped on that dude and like beat the shit out of him his mug shot one of his eyes is like closed from oh yeah y- you know so he he definitely put in work and uh you know hey shout out to that guy for uh you know giving our show content <laughs> no doubt but of course that's florida that's where the basalts uh zombie was in miami yeah dude where you know they were they invented that drug and people were eating faces on it so hey. Anyways, yeah, keep, uh, shout out to Florida for keeping it real and keeping it consistent. Um, sorry for that guy's ear, but it's not like he can hear what I'm saying anyway. Oh, <laughs> look at Brandon. We all get though. one Brandon joke. Uh, all right, now it's my right. turn. I got something for you. Okay, so w- which one are we doing this week? All right, so it's going to be California man 
Florida man or Iowa man. All this right. is Brandon's shit state that he uh, crawled out from, and that's why that state sucks so much. And It is an amazing place. I'm glad we agree. Thank you for the kind words. Yeah. Well, if it weren't for you, uh, we would have a lot to be thankful for, but it, I feel like you, you counterbalance the fact that they're feeding so much of America. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Now you sound like my parents, you motherfucker. All right. Let's Anyways, bro. So, all right. Man brings AR-15 to crowded beach. Tells cops he's just going fishing. God damn Did that it. happen in California, Florida, or Iowa? See, that's the thing. We actually do have beaches in Iowa, but they're on the lakes. Mm-hmm. You know, it does. I didn't say uh, an ocean. Yeah, exactly. So like, and AR fifteen, they do love their guns in Iowa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, AR fifteen, though. God damn it, man! I feel like we're. I'm torn between Iowa and Florida on this one. I'm just gonna go Florida. Yeah, you're a hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you don't fucking they 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 point weapons at people in Florida, which you're not allowed to do. Like even in Oregon, just a couple of days ago, they were having a protest, but they have it's an open carry state, and this fucking guy who's like larping as a military soldier, militia dude, <laughs> he's walking around with his like Walmart camouflage jacket. It's got yeah. like that Swiss Army patch on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's he's walking around with his fucking gut sticking out from underneath it too. And uh, he's pointing his goddamn gun at people with his AR. I know this has nothing to do with Florida, but like his AR is being pointing at everybody. The fucking everyone's following him around, videotaping him, being like, "Go the fuck home, redneck, you piece of shit, with your gun." The guy had to call the police and be like, "I'm being followed by by uh, you know Antifa, and I'm scared." And and it's like, what the fuck did you think was going to happen when you when you basically uh, cosplay as a Call of Duty soldier on public streets? In a major city, you fucking idiot. I'm glad you brought this story up because it just proves the fact that Antifa are terrorists. Oh, God. And that guy was just defending all of us. That guy is all of America. He is every one of us right now. He's exactly what's wrong with America. He is he's one of those like guys that crawls out from the sewer and just has an AR. ah, Fuck that guy. All right. Well, shout out to that guy for keeping America safe from Antifa. Yeah. The non. Okay. Um, Oh, shit. I have the same. Okay, so I only have two stories. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, well, yeah, we usually yeah, yeah check to make sure that we don't have... Uh... I know. I did this before, and I actually had... Uh... Anyways, um, so the last one is man detained on airplane and duct taped a seat for unruly behavior. Now, is this guy from California, Florida, or Iowa? All uh, right, man, like... I honestly don't think this is Iowa because they uh, it, it just seems a little out of character. Usually, if you're from Iowa, you're like just passed out drunk, so you're incapacitated. Sure. You're not even doing some. You're dreaming shit. about bowling. Also, you're not on an airplane. You're not like you're you're yeah, driving. You're, in a you're on a Greyhound truck. bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah possibly exactly. even in the baggage compartment because tickets are expensive. Mm-hmm. Or Spirit Airlines because <laughs> they charge you extra for duct tape. Yeah. <laughs> So oh, where is he from? California, Florida, or Iowa? Oh fuck! I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go California. Yes. Oh. Yeah, he's from some shitty place in California. God. Uh, but also, uh, there was that video going around where that dude, uh, forget his name, whatever. He he pretended to be in that. He pretended to be a flight attendant, and he's like. This guy was grabbing titties, and where he fucked up was he grabbed my titties. <laughs> so I just wrapped him up. Oh, it was so fucking fun. And the worst part of it is I thought it was real. I thought that was, like, really the flight attendant, but it was, it was a comedian. That was a beautiful part about it. It was so it was so amazingly done that, yeah, w- like, the, the way he edited himself into it, you know, mm-hmm. it looked exactly like they do in a news story, you know, where they splice the footage in, and then they, yeah, they get to the interview segment, and... He's as colorful as all hell, so, I mean, you could say, yeah, that's a hell of a performance, but, you know, there's some legitimately funny motherfuckers out there that just don't have a routine that can go into shit like that. Sure, and uh, you know what? Because it's it was too fucking funny, and we're talking about it on the podcast, uh, I'm just grabbing his name here uh, real quick. Um, it's the underscore real underscore spark on YouTube and Instagram and Twitter. Go ahead and look that guy up. He puts himself in news stories, and it's pretty fucking funny. Um, All right, so that was... Yeah, I mean, it's funny, but at the same time, man, you got to feel bad for actual flight attendants. That's got to be a shit job, you know, especially having to deal with stuff like that. When you have to duct tape somebody to a seat because they're being that bad, like that, 
that's just a fucking shitty yeah. day at the office. And it's like it's like I, I use that story where, you know, the one guy happened to be from California, but there have been a few of those lately. And that was what we were talking about earlier, where it's like all these passengers getting duct taped to seats. Is that a new thing? Are these public freakouts, the Karens, the drunk chads, are these new? Is this is this happening because of division in the country? Or was it always going on, but now it's just commonplace to film it? Because even even with smartphones uh, coming out like 10 years ago, if you were filming something gnarly going down, it was like unbecoming. People would be like, don't fucking film that, you weirdo. Now it's like some shit goes down and there's 10 phones on it, you know? Oh, yeah, so absolutely. I, I don't know if it's if it's you know division and people are worked up and whatever or if it's just that people are it's more common for people to film it and you know there's there's a big platform for it shit goes viral we're just we're just learning about it more i I would say that's absolutely correct like because it's human behavior and human Mm. behavior hasn't just devolved like in the past five ten years now humans have been shitty for a long fucking time like look throughout history the stupid shit that we do you know so it's it's definitely something that's been going on. Yeah. We just haven't always had cameras in our phone or in our hands that we can also just upload shit, you know, five minutes later too. Like exactly. You used to be had to wait for the fucking evening news, you know, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, shout out to the fucking air marshals and all that on the no, planes that, now. Okay. So yeah, the air marshal is a totally different job. That is a good job until it isn't because you have, it's the same thing as like a flight attendant, you know, and, and they, it's a shitty job in that you have to deal with some shitty people occasionally, but for the most part, it's like, do you want Sprite or Coke type of thing? Yeah. And 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 you're you're only working two, three, four, five hours a day, and then you get to travel the world. Sort of, it's usually some shitty places. But the air marshal <laughs> does the same thing, but his job is to sit around on his fat ass with a gun, yeah, just in case shit goes. So it's a great job until shit goes down. Yeah, I, I feel or like it's an I, easy job. Rather, you'd be good at that. Oh, I, I'd be great at it, and I would do it for a hell of a lot cheaper than what the you know the fucking government probably charges for it. You pretty but, much do. Like, to, weren't you weren't you just on a flight where like they were pumping you full of booze? That's probably why they didn't have an air marshal, and they just wanted like some sky pig up there uh, to be on their side in case shit goes down. Oh yeah, yeah. This was definitely in the before time, but yeah, it was great. It was uh, yeah, definitely wasn't spirit because it was that uh, long ago. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it, it, well, they they weren't chintzy, so, you know, it wasn't Spirit or Frontier or anything like that. But, mm-hmm. yeah, so it was a flight where, like, uh, the drinks uh, or the uh, tickets came with these drink coupons, you know, where you could get an alcoholic beverage. And so I, I happened to be not in a complete shit pissy mood, and I was actually sociable that day and uh, chatting it up with the flight attendant. So that we were cool early on, and then they would start coming by saying, oh, seat, you know, 1A, you know, doesn't want their coupon. Do you want it? And I'm like... Yeah, well, I guess I'm Sally Jones. You know, go ahead, bring me a you know a, a straight uh, whiskey, and uh, okay, the old trick of making them laugh, get free drinks, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. But yeah, get me like nice and fucking like greased up and shit like that, you know. So when someone starts acting up, you know, my shirt's about ready to come off, and they go up to that <laughs> motherfucker and they're like, "Hey, you fucking see a half shaved Sasquatch back there? That dude's like getting ready to either fight or fuck." And uh, by looking at him. <laughs> Looks like he's not in any condition to fight, so that only leaves one option. You want to start cooling oh, down? <laughs> he turns around, starts looking at me, you know, getting all greased up in the aisle, ready to bull rush him. <laughs> Motherfucker's going to calm down real fucking quick. You know what you are? You are the you are the Spirit Airlines Air Marshal, the Sky Pig, I, I, where I, they I, get you liquored up, <laughs> you take off the shirt, like you said, yes. and then you just fuck up a, a terrorist, an unruly passenger, a Karen... <laughs> Whatever the fuck it may be. And, and that's a good strategy. You you are someone that they want on their good side. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. shit goes down. So you, in a way, you are an air marshal. You know, you're, um, you're, you're, you're doing a service to these people. Because I wouldn't say it's a shitty job. It's not as glamorous as people think it is, right? Because, like, when you hear, uh, oh, a flight attendant, they think, oh, you have a, a, a couple of days in Paris, a couple of days in... No, you don't. These are... You're going to shit... Fuck nowhere places like Saskatoon 
or 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 Tallahassee. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like being a truck driver, and they say you get to travel America. Yeah, and it's like all the cool sites you get to wave to as you're driving by. Like the, these people are like probably bored out of their fucking minds. Like I guarantee mm-hmm. they're probably like fucking each other, uh, you know, on the flights or at the hotel or whatever, or, mm-hmm. or just random passengers at that point. Right, or or random people in whatever fucking town you're in. Except again, you're not going to be in these cool places. You're going to be in these shitty middle of America places. You know what I mean? Okay, like yeah, uh, like you get to Det- you like you get that Detroit dick. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, so what we're doing the what dicks of America here? Is this what this is? Sure, let's do some <laughs> dicks of America. <laughs> it's just got a map with what did I just yeah. say Detroit dick. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know what that is? It's just a Glock pistol. Instead of a dick, it's a gun, and they rob you of your per diem. You know, they, they get they get they get a little bit of petty cash to go and eat at McDonald's. Detroit Dick's gonna take it from you and buy this Canadian mist whiskey for six ninety nine. Jesus Christ, that's horrible. The poor flight attendant. Well, it could be worse. I mean, you could get robbed, or you could get stuck with a fucking Kansas City Dick. And that's where uh, you have to, like, get on your knees and use both arms to press the gut up so you can even find the dick. And you find it's covered in, like, barbecue sauce and onions and shit like a AM, PM hot dog. That is very accurate. About Kansas City. I don't know about the dicks, but I can say that about Kansas City. <laughs> I, yeah, I imagine it's a lot about Kansas City. Like, like me, you, me being a, a fat dude, I'm, like, a solid nine in Kansas City. Like, I'm a two in L.A., yeah, Kansas City? Uh, yeah, same here. It's because you don't have to lift the gut to get the dick. That yes. puts me ahead of 9% of other men there. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, you're, you're a fucking stud by all means. But what would, uh, like, the South, like, like say if you get that Montgomery, Alabama dick. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, uh, that's where they pull out the dick, and you find out it's actually your second cousin's dick. <laughs> well, you know, well, surprise we- flight attendant. <laughs> Well, at least it's a second cousin. I mean, it's not great, but it could be worse, I guess. We'll, we'll call that uh Well, I didn't say anything about the Georgia dick. Oh, God. Georgia's worse than Alabama, but whatever. Yeah, it's a, you, you know what? You call it a tie. It's just kind of like kissing your sister. Um, hey, well, how about the Albuquerque dick? You know, where, uh, you know when you're uh, going down on that guy, you know, and he wants you to put a finger in the ass while you're doing it. And uh, says, uh, by the way, while you're up there, if uh, you can pull that uh, meth out. <laughs> and uh you know take it to the next stop for me so i don't get <laughs> arrested I'll, me- I'll meet you there <laughs> <laughs> and just like green chili comes out of his dick <laughs> oh, oh Jesus. God, i'm disgusting brandon settle down i'm disgusting <laughs> <laughs> fuck I mean, if you've ever been they have green chili milkshakes give me a break it's not that far of a stretch i think it's gonna come out of the dick yeah uh, <laughs> Jesus. What would the Connecticut dick be or something like that? It would be like a trust fund kid dick. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, the Northeast. That's very yuppie. Yep, yep. But uh, that dick settles out of court from whatever happens after he whips it out. <laughs> you know, he's got that trust fund money. They got those lawyers that know how to negotiate with the lawyer you found in the phone book. And they settle out of court. Yeah, but, yeah. His last name that's is... That's Connecticut dick. Yeah, Smith the Third and his lineage, old yeah, blah blah blah. He's like, drink this black sprite, and you're like, you know, I'm a flight attendant. I should know better, (laughs) but I love the money. Well, hey, if you're in Connecticut, you know, you're uh, just a uh, hop, skip, and a jump away to uh, that uh, Albany dick. That Albany dick. uh, Albany, New York. Yes, Albany, New York. Uh, That's where, uh, yeah, the guy who whips it out and tells you that, uh, no, I'm not being perverted. I'm just Italian. (laughs) Oh shit! That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Thank you. That's thank pretty you. Good. Like, like that's exact for if you don't get that joke, that's exactly what Governor Cuomo said. But he's residing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, good for him. It couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. It, uh, you know, between all the sexual assault, uh, sexual harassment, everything else. Uh, you know, the the guy looks like an Italian sausage. And what are Italian sausage? Big, greasy slabs of tubed meat, you know? So he probably thought he could just grease ball his Dago ass through <laughs> all these charges and stay in office. You but, can't say that. Well I, well, I just did, so that just happened. Well, I guess Italians are white, so yeah, that's fine. Yeah, well, I mean, is it really like an Italian thing, do you think? Like, because that, that's the thing. He's no, like, oh, no, I'm Italian. No, I'm it's a, not. So it's I, not all Italians? Listen, I had a boss in Winnipeg. I worked for this guy for eight years teaching music lessons. Shout out to that guy. I haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> Shout but out to like, he would. He was always like a little handsy with with uh, with women, period. Not 
but also with his students. So like I, I worked as a private music instructor for years and uh, me and this guy hated each other, but I was his cash cow, you know, so he couldn't fire me from wearing a hat or whatever the fuck. Um, but all of his female students, like he would have these elaborate Christmas parties. You know what I mean? Like that was a big thing. The Christmas party. You could bring somebody. We all get trashed and fuck shit up at his house. He had a really, really nice house in Winnipeg. And we, had, you know, so uh, every girl I brought there, he would, I would tell them ahead of time, just so you know, as soon as we get in there, he's going to grab both your hands. He's going to kiss your fucking hands. And he's going to like put his arm around you. He's going to give you a tour of the house. He's going to bring you into his bedroom, sit you on the edge of the bed and ask about your hopes and dreams. <laughs> God. <laughs> that's a that's a fucking lot to digest that's what he always meeting. fucking did and then uh he, but the thing is like he would do that kind of shit with his students like he'd be like oh hello and he'd greet them by, by like holding the hands he wouldn't kiss or anything that i saw but then here we are years years and years later because like that was like 15 years ago you know what i mean like i was a kid back then sure and uh and and years later now he's in the fucking news he's on the other end of canada and uh you know he's got this 16 year old student Uh -uh. Who's like, he's he's fucking touching me, he's hugging me and kissing me. Not like, not in like the, like you're a child molester in prison hug and kiss, but the, I don't know, creepy uncle (laughs) hug and kiss. That that is really not helping the situation at all. So, so, yeah, bad example, but also extremely accurate. So he's in, he, he was charged with this shit. And then his defense was like, I'm Italian. You know, it's as though that's an excuse. And he's like, and keep in mind, he's not in Winnipeg anymore. And he's like, that's just how we do it in Winnipeg. And okay. me and all my former colleagues, former students, former parents of students, everybody's been sending me this shit. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, that, 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 that's not how we do it in Winnipeg. <laughs> like, if there's no place to pee, we'll punch a hole in the drywall and pee in that. But we don't fucking grab and hug and kiss. You know what I mean? So, so he doesn't have a future as a premier of Manitoba? No, no. Well, I mean, not Manitoba. But if he were if he were to come down here and and be in New York or Florida or some shit like that, yes. Hey, you know you can open up a uh, sausage stand at the uh, Portage Place Mall. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, anyways, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. You know, I'm 36 years old. You'd never know it because I wear a hat all the time, but I got a full head of hair and I want to keep it that way. That's why I'm trying out Keeps. Keeps offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. You get convenient virtual doctor consolidations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months. And that means you're not leaving your house. They are low-cost treatments that start at just $10 per month and Keeps offers generic versions as well. They have discrete packaging and proven results. You know, two out of three of us guys will experience some form of hair loss by the time they are 35. Use Keeps to help. Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. There are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss, and Keeps offers them both. Guys, prevention is key. Treatments can take four to six months to see results, so act fast. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash valleyboys to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's right. That's keeps.com slash valleyboys to get your first month free. As we've talked about on the show before, our relationship should have value to our lives. Thoughtfully designed toys for the bedroom can deepen your connection with your partner and leave everybody feeling satisfied. Dane Products is a woman-owned company making the next generation for toys for intimacy. Founded by a sex educator and an engineering whiz, Dame develops its products with the help of real humans and couples like you. Their mission is to make adding toys to the bedroom less intimidating and more accessible to create better intimate experiences for all. Dame's easy-to-use products are made with medical-grade silicon, smart design principles, and lots of love. <sighs> Earning glowing press from the New York Times, Wired, W Magazine, and many more. Whether you're looking to enhance intimacy or try something new with your partner, or give her a gift to encourage self-exploration, <laughs> Dame has a toy that's sure to please. If you're unsure of what you're looking for, you can take their product quiz for product suggestions tailored to you and your partner. And the best part? Dame offers three-year warranties and hassle-free returns within 60 days, so satisfaction is literally guaranteed. Go to dameproducts.com slash valleyboys today for 15% offsite wide. Again, that's dameproducts.com slash valleyboys for 15% off going is good anymore. It's been going good. I'm down 20 pounds. That's a a lot. You know, I went down from 190. I'm in the 160s club. I'm 168, give or take. Uh, So you put on weight, fatty? 
yeah, a little bit, but like whatever. Um, so you know my thing is like I still like fast food, and you can you can do that on keto. You just got to get what I call a fat fuck salad. I've described this before, but it's where you go and get like a um, like a quarter pounder from McDonald's. No bun, extra lettuce. They you get two of them, and you're just set for the day. It's the fattest fucking thing you could ever eat, and pretend that you're being healthy. <laughs> But the thing is, is like I like to order it on the app. You know what I mean? Because I live right by a McDonald's, so I'll fucking order it and then walk there and get it. Now, the problem is I open up the McDonald's app, which, by the way, having fast food apps is one of the final bosses of obesity. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's standard in America. Like they mm -hmm. they, they get put on your phone now with fucking uh, Google Docs and uh, whatever else. Nah, I downloaded them all on my own because I'm fat and. <laughs> <laughs> I have them. I have them with. Anyways, I open up the app, and you know what's the first thing it says on the McDonald's app? What? It's like extra Big Mac sauce is just dip for your fries. And I'm like, it's fucking fat enough that I have the app. Why are you making it even fatter by suggesting I dip fries into McDonald's sauce? The fuck, dude? Like, and of course I want to do it because I'm fat. Like. Man, I'm at the, you could go anywhere and they're like, here's some birthday cake flavored fat fuck shit. Eat it. Drink it, you piece of shit. Like, they don't care. And that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, because there's people like me and you. Yeah. As Americans, we'll put damn near anything down our fucking gullets. Exactly. So that McDonald's app, man, it's a, don't download it, dude. <laughs> don't. I, yeah, I can't help myself, dude. I am like whatever psychological thing it is that makes people fat. That is me. I fucking love food and I love terrible food and I want to eat it all because I'm a piece of shit. Like um, Cassandra mentioned how she got uh, double fried chili cheese fries from Del Taco. And I went off keto the next day to get that shit because I knew it existed. <laughs> that's that's oh. all it is. That's all these fast food apps are. They don't give you a deal or anything. They're just like, hey, remember us, you fat piece of shit? Get in here and order your meal, you pig, and they, squeal like one, too. They, 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 they all have, like, the same four or five items, and then they start to, like, crossbreed them at some point and tell you, mm -hmm. oh, here's the latest thing from, from Taco Bell or the latest thing from McDonald's. Like, it's the newest and most exciting thing. And then you look at it, like... No, man, like, yeah, you, you, you just, like, deep-fried your Big Mac and then, like, dumped extra, extra Big Mac sauce on it and then, like, coated it with fries until they stuck to it, and then now here's our man, new I'm fucking... Man, I'm all for that. That's like the, It's like Apple TV for obesity, <laughs> you know? It's like, here's all the things, you fucking cow. Get in here and eat it. Just shove it in your mouth. We know you're going to. Yeah, use the app to get eight cents off. God, it, it, it's not just them either, dude. It's anytime you go to the fucking store, there's something new. There's mm -hmm. like uh, Oreos that are like, we'll take Oreos and then we're going to like coat them in the extra cream around the entire thing. And then we're going to yeah. sell it as a winter theme. At least that's slightly different. It's better than like Doritos. I'm a huge Dorito connoisseur. In fact, I'm known as the Dorito pig of the valley. Um, oh yeah, I started that years ago. I've I edited Wikipedia to put a picture of myself on there, reaching into a bag of chips, and I'm just <laughs> here is a man known as Dorito Pig of the Valley. <laughs> uh, but but like with Doritos, they they'll take flavors and, and make it slightly different, and because they know people are going to buy it, it's just like NHL jerseys or or really any sports team's jerseys every single year they have to have a new one with slightly different colors a little different arrangement because they know people are going to buy it it's the same thing with doritos they're like okay we know you've tried ranch you fat piece of shit now try creamy ranch and fucking eat the whole thing and cry <laughs> you piece of shit the bag is empty just like you Fuck you. <laughs> God, that would be the best ad ever. It's, that's what they all are. You, you never see fat people in ads for Doritos. You see somebody who eats Doritos once every three years who's like, fuck it. Yeah, sure. I'll try that. No, no, no. An accurate Doritos ad would be like this fucking 300 pound me walking into 7-Eleven at 2 a.m. Yes. Drunk. Yeah. Um, 
and and passing on or not passing, getting Slim Jims also and throwing it in there, getting the new flavor of Doritos, opening the bag in the store, pouring the nacho cheese in there while the guy's yelling at you, hey, that's only four 7-Eleven bread nachos. And I go, oh, I'm sorry, my mistake. Knowing full well what the consequences are, but I can get away with it. And it drowns out the actual new flavor. <laughs> that would but, be an accurate Doritos commercial. But but Dave, you're getting all your uh, macronutrients, your protein, your fat, and your carbs all at once. I know, that, right? That's, that, that's, that's being healthy. You're halfway to being a bodybuilder. That's the weird thing about being on keto is like you eat like a disgusting, obese pig. Like someone getting that needs two airplane seats you know no, it's like it, all of all the flavors of doritos except for uh uh a hot dog without the bun but eight of them yeah that's going to be the next step is like when they start making soylent green they're instead of pigs it's going to be humans and they're uh, going to send you to the store packed as bacon they're just going to stab you a fucking one to death and then uh exactly yeah, yeah. send you on your uh fucking way and canadian bacon is just people from winnipeg <laughs> in general whatever dude at least i'm not you you know <laughs> one thing that you did okay i'm just gonna bring this up so a few years ago i was in a relationship with a girl and you know i'm i'm discussing with brandon the issues we were having and every single solution you had led to you fucking her and me walking in on it you're like well okay i know things are like okay so she's doing this thing. i got an idea I fuck her, and you walk in while I'm fucking her. Yeah, yeah. It's all of your all of your problems, and I and I and I think like that's an untapped market. Like if OnlyFans is a thing right now, we can have homewrecker fans or whatever, where you hire a guy like Brandon. This is this is real business advice. You should pitch this on, pitch this on Shark Tank. Yeah, where man. It's 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 you. It's like an Uber service where uh, you download the app and you pick a pig who comes in and fucks your wife and you come in as he's coming out, you know, <laughs> <laughs> because that's your, that's your advice for everything. For yeah. Any relation, whenever someone's having a uh, trouble with their marriage, your solution is always, how about this? I fuck her. And you walk in and you're like, I can't believe you fuck Brandon, you know? Yeah, well, absolutely. And if I have my way, uh, that market isn't going to be on tapped for very long. If you know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, we had an episode called Brandon the Homewrecker already. <laughs> yeah. But like that's your thing is you like married women cuz you're a fucking piece of shit. No, it, no, and it's not and like it, here's the thing. So A, if a married woman is going to fuck me in the first place, she's already made a ton of bad decisions before that point in her life anyways. Mm-hmm. But B, she's going to cheat anyways, right? So if she's going to go out and fuck around on her husband, why not with me? If she's going to do it sure. anyways, I'm not like co coercing sure. her. I don't have the fucking, you know, I, I couldn't sell a fucking ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves. I don't have those skills, but yeah, if she's already going to cheat anyways, why not with me? And I can be her excuse for getting out of that relationship. See, and that's one thing you do have an advantage with women is it's like, um, it, it, it can't get worse than this. It's like, how badly do you want to leave your husband? If you're willing to fuck me, then you want uh, I will help you make that decision. If you fuck me, yes, that is rock bottom, <laughs> and Ab- you know that this marriage is over. A- absolutely, and every single word of that is going on my business card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, Spells yeah. out the entire business proposal. It sells itself at that point. You know, I mean, I could never do that because you know I'm not you. But also, like you know, I'm only five foot ten. You got a couple itches on me. Uh, <laughs> in height, in height, <laughs> in height. You and? also, you do have a couple inches on me in deck too. I do happen to know that because we peed next to each other enough times. Because we, we live in Reseda, like basically anywhere is a public toilet. Jesus Christ! Yeah, we pissed on God knows how many dozens of walls at this point in the past three plus years. And uh, yeah, and I, I gotta say, you, you're packing more heat than I am. I, as I've always said on the podcast, uh, you know, I may not uh, anchor bottom, but I will split the waves. I'm, I'm not a liar. I might beat you, but I won't cheat you. you you're going to get exactly what I tell you you're going to get. And uh, it's going to be a uh, fucking four inches of fury, but uh, emphasis on the fury. It's not four inches for the record. He's not bigger than me at four inches. He means four inches around. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, a solid you, fiber. You, you have a you have a long I'm a grower, not a shore. That's my thing, right? So like when a when a 
when I'm with a girl or whatever, I I avoid lights if if I'm not like ready to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, because I'm a grower, not a shower. I ain't got nothing to prove. I got something to hide. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. Yeah, I'm, but, a, I'm one of the, like, it's like, oh, the, I do have uh, sensitive eyes and I have to wear sunglasses all the time. So that's my excuse. It's like, oh, we can have the lights on while we're fucking, but not after. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let me just uh, hide myself behind this pillow real quick. Yeah, man. Or I was uh, in the pool, like from Seinfeld. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's cold out. But I absolutely know. I, I love this idea. Yeah, we're building our business right here. And uh, that's the thing. Like, it doesn't have to be cash. You know, you can you can pay me in food or gift cards or whatever else. Yeah. Yeah. Especially Amazon gift cards, because uh, we were in the Walmart the other day and you were looking at the drug test. And I was telling you, you can get this shit cheaper on <laughs> yeah. on Amazon, bro. And you're like, what's the delivery like? I'm like, same day. That's the benefit of supporting slave wages yeah. is you get it right away. And you paid for it with an Amazon gift card. Yeah, for your drug yeah, test. Amazon has figured out how to outslave wage uh, Walmart. So shout out to those guys. Jesus, uh, what an accomplishment! <laughs> like, like the morality aspect of it aside, that yes. is an accomplishment to outslave Walmart. Like yes. you don't see Walmart employees dumping out detergent to piss in the bottle. Oh God! Like no. you do Amazon employees. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Like they got those nets outside. Well, no, that's the iPhone factories. <laughs> yeah. Well. Shout, shout out to those shout kids. Shout out to iPhone. <laughs> shout out to those kids. We'll never see you again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Whatever, man. Like, don't buy an iPhone. Even though I have one, it's it, at least mine is six years old. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, if there's ever anything, if you're new to this podcast and you're listening right now and you're wondering like what you need to know about Brandon, I'm fat and you can pay me in Amazon gift cards so that I don't have to pay full price at Walmart for my drug test. Wow, that's yeah, that's just that's a whole fucking three dimensional <laughs> sentence right there. There's it's a lot like, going on with that. Normally, I go to Walmart to get my drug test that I'm supposed to get, but I will fuck your wife. Yes, in exchange for a discounted drug test. Well, well, you know, it could always be worse. Like, I'm not a complete piece of shit. I yeah, mean, it sounds I get, like you have a probation officer. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could be fucking OJ Simpson. You know, <laughs> man, that guy. Okay, funny you mentioned him. He's still in the news. Every single time, like, I remember he joined Twitter, okay, and there were two accounts that, whatever, because at first he's like, hello, Twitter world. That was every single sentence. Hello, Twitter world. He's, like, golfing, playing fantasy football, whatever the fuck. And then there was a parody account that, like, changed one letter from his name because the real OJ is not verified. Which, yeah, the, the, the verified badge is not a symbol of endorsement. Like, people think it is. It's not. It just means that is the person that says it is. So there was a parody account of O.J. Simpson that opened up, and it was fucking hilarious. It was like they posted a picture of O.J. Uh, of OJ fleeing the cops in his Bronco, and it's like, me getting away from that coronavirus like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, and the real account is, is very much a parody of himself. He's like, hello, Twitter world. I'll play golf. I didn't kill anybody. And, uh, yeah, he's he's still making the news because now he's advocating for the vaccine. Yeah, Who would have thought? It, yeah, it's funny that you mentioned, yeah, the whole, like, yeah, me getting away from that coronavirus. O.J. Simpson in 2021 is now advocating for people to get stabbed to a, a, a save a life. How the... F- <laughs> <laughs> Gee, if we're not living in the fucking Matrix, man, like... Holy shit, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. And that guy, he's... he's uh, you know he likes fantasy football, right? Yeah, like that's his thing. Is he, he? He, you see, he used to post videos of him at at some bar in Vegas, like low low key bar, uh, with with his notebook and his laptop, and he's just writing shit down with his buddies. Yeah, I guess you know Skid Row type of thing, or or no, no, Murders Row, and 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 he's he he's doing that. And we when we were on our old network. We can talk about it now. We we briefly addressed it before. Fuck so yeah. we were with High Studios. We signed with them. What a shit show. Google it. High Studios. It was a fucking... We weren't involved in any of the parties and the gropings or any of that shit. <laughs> yeah. like, we were one of the victims. And we pitched them this idea. I had this stupid fucking idea where it's like, let's start... Because they were celebrity obsessed. 
Like that's all they cared about was famous people. And yeah. we're like, we're bringing in, you know, we had Jamie Kennedy come in. We had uh, uh, Jimmy Dore, uh, Jimmy Dore, a political candidate, um, Joe Walsh, Joe Walsh, all these people coming in and they're like, nah, nah, nah. they're like, can you get like, uh, I don't know, Dave Chappelle. I'm like, the fuck, who the fuck do you like? Not even who do you think I am? Who the fuck do you think you are? Right. To think you like Dave Chappelle would ever walk through this house. Anyways, big mansion in Beverly Hills party. You can look it up. High studios. Uh, but we, we had suggested to them, Hey, let's start a fake podcast. <laughs> Have a couple NFL players. Cause they had Terrell Davis, uh, hosting a show on there. You know, they had, yeah. they had, they, they, they got the talent. Let's have a couple of these guys come in and do a fake podcast where Brandon hosts it, and I'm just like the sideline zinger, dude. And then eventually, like after two or three episodes, we get and, – and, and, and the whole concept is around fantasy football. So a fantasy football podcast, something OJ Simpson is very passionate about. After two or three episodes, let's reach out to that guy and get him in. And, and, it, and it's a real podcast to him, but I'm on the side cracking murder puns. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just like, <laughs> oh, dude, that guy got – that guy got stabbed on the sidelines, you know, like, oh, he was gunned down. Uh, oh, man, his gloves don't even fit. <laughs> like, just some crazy shit just to see what we can get away with until he gets him and walks away. And yeah. their first reaction was like, oh, dude, he's going to beat your ass. He's going to beat you up. He's OJ. I'm like, good. I would love to get beat up by OJ Simpson. That would solve all my problems. Yeah, that's a fucking fat paycheck just waiting for you. Exactly. Not just that. Like, that would put me front and center. It's like this comedian did this joke, and he got beat up by OJ, and then he's suing him, and I get money, and I get, yeah, man, I would love to get beat up by OJ. OJ, if you're up there listening, come kick my ass. <laughs> I will gleefully sue you to the cleaners. Yeah, well, well I don't know that he's going to be coming back to Los Angeles anytime soon, though. Well, that's what he's saying, right? Yeah. What yeah. did he say about that exactly? So uh, he basically said that he doesn't want to come back to Los Angeles because he's afraid he might run into <laughs> to the killer of uh, Nicole Brown and uh, oh uh, yeah, Ron. A city of ten million, sixty million, whatever the fuck it is, people. Yeah. He's where he's where. Yeah, it's weird how no matter what city OJ goes into, he always manages to run into the killer because he's <laughs> in the same city as him. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's like that expression, wherever you go, there you are. <laughs> God, yeah, well, shout out to OJ. Yeah, if you're out there, uh, yeah, since we're throwing shout outs all over the place on this episode, then uh, by all means, man, you uh, have an open invitation. Yeah, dude, I would love to have OJ on. Um, just if he's listening, which he's not, uh, I, I will have all the murder puns. I'll pre-write them. You know, I'm a writer. I'll yeah. figure out some shit. And I'll have it all, all ready to go. And I want him to clock me in the fucking tits. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I want it to be like a one punch. I'm out of breath. I'm in the hospital type of shit. Yeah. And, oh, man, that would do so much wonders for my... I need to do something like that for my career. You yeah. Know? I got to do something crazy like that. Yeah, dude. It's Yeah, doing crazy... I can't rely on my brain. Yeah, doing crazy shit for fame and O.J. Simpson just existing. Like, that's as American as... Yeah, you know, shoveling god awful, fucking horrible, grotesque food in your fucking gullet. Well, uh, funny you mention that. Uh oh. They got uh, an E. coli breakout in cake batter, and they're yeah. telling you, that, like, you can still make it, I guess, because it boils out the E. coli. But they're saying, stop eating raw cake batter, you fat fucks. That stop getting the app. <laughs> I'm sure there's an app for it where you, you download it, cake bladder, and then. <laughs> Somebody comes in and just squirts it in your mouth and you piss it out your dick. Because that's what, I don't know, biology. And so I, there's E. coli in the cake batter and they have to put, the CDC has to put out a fucking disclaimer. Don't eat that shit, you fat fucks. That, it's got E. coli in it. That, that seems like a uniquely American problem. Like, hey, asshole, bake the cake before you fucking eat it, you <laughs> fat piece of shit. Exactly. But then you get people that are like, nah, nah, man, I don't need to listen to the CDC. The fuck do they know? E. coli doesn't even exist. I'm going to eat cake batter on the toilet like a real American. <laughs> <laughs> you get fucking go in one end and come out the other before they fucking finish the, uh, yeah, before they get out of the bathroom. Holy shit, man. There was an E. coli breakout in Winnipeg in the water. I guess that, enough that doesn't surprise me at all. People were shitting in the water. I don't know how the hell that happened, but that's how I learned all about E. coli. 
and how it's still like I thought that was one of those like 1950s problem, you know? I thought it was like polio. Yeah, like, it ha- happens in third world countries, but not not in North America. Yeah, not Winnipeg. But if it happens in a third world country, it's gonna happen in Winnipeg. I, I mean, isn't Winnipeg kind of close to a third world country at this point? A hundred percent, dude. <laughs> like I was telling you earlier, like uh, the Albert show to that place. I haven't been there in a while. I don't even know if it's if it still exists. It's a punk rock club. The urinals were out of order. Like they had like they taped them off with garbage bags. Yeah. And so some dude punched a hole in the wall, and we were all just peeing in there. Well, hey, shout out to Kyle in Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for yeah, punching the, out the, the drywall. Chad, yeah, he had like three monster energy drinks and just fucking made a bathroom for us all. Fucking and it was Christ. blood on the ceiling. Blood on the <laughs> ceiling, dude. That's a fucking punk club, man. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, that's where I love that place. Like, my brother lives there. He's a lawyer in Winnipeg. <laughs> you know, they, they have uh, automation. Like, so AI is progressing pretty fucking hard. And I don't know how this is going to work exactly, but they're they're predicting that AI robots are going to replace lawyers. There's going to be some like Futurama shit where you have a lawyer bot yeah, representing yeah, yeah. you. And yeah. And then like, depending on like how cheap the model is, is going to tell you to take a plea deal or no, I think we can actually beat this case. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Depending on which bot you can afford. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Jerry Goldstein bot. It's like, no, no, I think we should take the plea deal. It's a very generous offer. I'm like, I'm, I'm looking at the death penalty here. I'm like, yeah, I know. But like, it's the best we can possibly do in this situation. <laughs> take the plea deal. And then you throw in like $8,000 and it's like, your honor, the law from 1986. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You just keep funneling money in the machine and then, uh, yeah, you get a better lawyer at that point. I, Hey, I'm all for it, man. Like, yeah, you get the representation you pay for. But what a crazy thing, how emotionless 10 men with no heart or soul are being replaced with robots. <laughs> <laughs> it's a goddamn shame. Ah, man. See, when I went to law school, they taught us uh, how to collect money and how to count. (laughs) (laughs) So that was Jerry Goldstein's class. I'm not I'm not kidding you. There was a 70 year old professor. And okay, whatever. I don't care if people believe me or not. But he was like, "Uh, guys, um, be careful who you marry because they're after you for your money. Shocker. Like he said that in like we're supposed to be learning about torts, you know, and he's like telling us this shit. And then a, a girl in the class was like. Well, what about the girls? He's like, you'll be fine. You're just going to marry another lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. And it's true. Uh, I, I feel like it, they would get the most truth out of a fucking law a curriculum like that, you know, because if you're going to be a good lawyer, then yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I would have, I feel like I would, depending on what type of law it is, I would be the best ambulance chaser. You know what I mean? Like I would, I would find somebody that got E. coli from eating cake batter and be like, "Let's fork you lift you into the courtroom <laughs> and get you the best <laughs> representation that uh, you can afford." Just keep pumping quarters into me. Yeah, you're gonna go from uh, yeah, change your name to Marty Cohen and uh, yeah, have an office at uh, the Portage Place Mall, you know, right next to where the guy uh, takes a shit while doing handstands. Well, it's like I said, my name's not actually Weasel, it's Wizel. <laughs> it's it's whatever you need it to be. Yeah, people are like, hey, can you help me install that? I'm like, up. Oh, these heads went to law school. <laughs> <laughs> I can't install shit, but I can pay for it. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I used to have a guy at the fire department uh, who became a paramedic and uh like Whenever we would have regular, have like new EMT basics come in, we would do everything. We'd take the blood pressures, we'd take all the fucking notes and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And I try to hand stuff to him. He's like, "What the fuck are you doing? This is your patient." He's like, "Why do you think I became a paramedic? So I don't have to fucking touch patients." <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to touch patients either, no matter what it is. Like, uh, okay, so Jim Acosta. See, he's just a journalist. Calm down, Brandon. I know he's from CNN. Don't just relax for a second. Oh, no. Nobody cares about CNN. Well, he, he had suggested naming all the different COVID variants after uh, Republicans. And I'm all for that. Yes, a- absolutely. Uh, yeah. Like uh, her, her uh, the COVID, uh, the, the Cuomo variant. Where, uh, you not a Republican. Uh, oh, what's sorry. The, not a Republican. What's the, what's oh, the, the Cuomo Republican. variant, Brandon? What's the Cuomo variant of COVID? The Cuomo variant? Well, you, you're going to get it whether you want it or not. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
It doesn't matter where you are. They're just going to force it on you. You uh, walk out of the hospital speaking Italian. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's his excuse. I'm not being prejudiced. That's what he said. Yeah. He's like, I'm not a pervert. I'm Italian. Holy shit. No, there's a there, there's a Biden variant where you uh, get it just by sniffing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The Biden variant happens when you don't cover up your nose when you're walking around in there. Yeah, especially if you're eight years old or under. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that's the Gates variant. It only infects teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, uh, well, there's a Pelosi variant where... Uh, you know, you'll uh, be able to survive it as long as you have enough money, no matter what it is. Well, dude, that's the American variant. It's like, can't afford health care? No problem. All you got to do is grind up all your... Ca- like, that. they had that South Park episode. How do you beat AIDS? You got to grind up all your cash and inject it. No problem. $22 million. And you have, like, Magic Johnson going to Africa and being like, <laughs> hey, we figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. All right, Brandon, we are uh, out of time. Where do you find this online? All right, on Twitter and Instagram, you can find me at El Oso Blanco 69 At Dave Weasel, you can find at Valley Boys Pod on Twitter, at Valley Boys Podcast on Instagram. That's pretty sexy. Don't forget, go to jamminthevan.com and get your tickets to come see me, Faisal Lawrence, Tiffany Hat, and Crow. Dude, this is a sick, stacked show. Friday, 20 bucks August gets 13th. you in. Friday, August 13th, 20 bucks gets you in, $25 extra gets you unlimited boost. Jamminthevan.com, from Reseda, California, good night.